The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready to be inspired, uplifted, and motivated to greatness? It's time for Star Style. Be the star you are. With your effervescent personal growth coaches, the Oprah of the airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and health specialist, Heather Brittany. Define your vision, discover your passion, and design your future in this power-packed hour of life-changing talk radio. Featuring authors and success experts dedicated to helping you achieve the results you deserve. Be entertained, edutained, encouraged, and empowered. Smile, have fun, and celebrate you. Explore your potential and embrace your possibilities with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on Star Style. Be the star you are, starting right now. Well, it is party time here at Star Style. Live your dreams. It's Star Style. Be the star you are. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we welcome our power partners here to have some fun with us because we want you to live a happy, healthy, and successful life. And we're here to bring you authors, experts, and the information to jumpstart your energy and pump up your fun. Today's show features new author Rick Huntress with his inspirational book, Better to be Broken. In Health Matters, our health specialist, our very own Heather Brittany, is going to bring you a remedy for chronic inflammation and tell us more about that. And then I'm going to show you ways to prolong the life of your homegrown floral masterpieces with Vase Life and then also bring you some inspirational ways to build resilience and to have the best days ever by being your own coach. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you as a thank you to our gracious sponsors of the Express Yourself Teen Radio Booth at the Moraga Fair, Arinda Auto Detail, Keegan Productions, and Minuteman Press of Lafayette. And this is from Paul Farini. Don't make your ability to love yourself conditional on someone else's ability to love you. In other words, love is unconditional all the time, and love yourself first. Well, Heather, the fair was a great success. I wanted to know all yes, about thank it. You. Thank you very much for your donation. Heather sent a donation to help our booth, and we have this wonderful, great new banner for Express Yourself Teen Radio. We did two live shows. We had hundreds of people stopping by. Unfortunately, people, Heather, in this area aren't very generous with their donations, and that's sort of disappointing to think that, you know, they're doing radio and they're getting all this stuff and it's a charity and 
and they're not really wanting to donate much. But my favorite people who came and donated were actually my egg customers. <laughs> and they, they get they buy eggs every week, and then they came over, and they just one decided to record something for radio, and the other just said that she wanted they wanted to make a donation, and that was just you know that was just one yeah that was really wonderful. So we really appreciate that. So we want to get to uh, today's uh, segment on chronic inflammation because I never really realized how much that chronic inflammation is like a harbinger of other illnesses. I mean, it's really painful and it's debilitating, but you just think, oh, you're inflamed, you're swollen, it's not a big deal. But it really is a big deal. And tell us what chronic inflammation is how we get rid of it or what we do about it or how we avoid it in the first place. Exactly. Well, you know, when you hear inflamed, when you hear inflammation, you normally think, you know, you're red, swollen, puffy, um, you know, it's sort of just a normal thing. And, and um, just in recent uh, years, this kind of chronic inflammation has been brought more into the spotlight because for some people who suffer from truly chronic inflammation, uh, inflammation, it's uh, debilitating and it's painful and it's not really well spoken about and people don't know about it. So it, it, it sounds, you know, almost obscure when you're saying that you suffer from something that people seem to go through a lot. And there's mainly two forms of inflammation. And, and inflammation in general is a normal part of your body's uh, response. As we know, the human body is just fascinating and amazing and, and on how it goes to work anytime you're sick, how it's trying to heal yourself. So the first kind of just, you know, acute inflammation, you get injured, part of your body's natural response, you know, is to become inflamed, is to kind of to create a barrier, a, a swelling, you know, to let you know you're in pain, to make this a cushioning for it. When it can get harmful is it's an overtime uh, response, um, almost an allergy, do you say, to certain things. As we know, Arthritis. Arthritis is something that it affects people of all ages. We normally associate it as when you get older, you know, the swelling. Again, your your joints are inflamed. It becomes debilitating to do things. And something that um, affects people of, of all ages and starting, unfortunately, very young is rheumatoid arthritis. And that, again, is the... the uh, inflammation the swelling in the joints yeah and i want to talk about that you know that like the the hands are swelling there too because when you're just saying that it's something over time you know i have a thumb that i broke when i was in my 20s skiing and it didn't bother me until a few years ago and i think it's because i'm using you know i'm on the computer all the time and i have to use that thumb and gardening and it's swollen all the time now and it's very painful so, is that considered chronic inflammation? What, no, that I would probably say is an infection you should get checked out of. No, no, it's not an infection. It's just my, it's not, it's not like my nail, it's my thumb that hurt. You know, it's like my, it's like the bones. It's in the, it's under that, the skin. Again, that's something to, you know, to go to, really, to, to go to your doctor. So, again, as I try to say, is your body lets you know, I, uh, you, I don't know if you've ever heard in this thing I, I've seen on 2020, one of those shows before, about you know people that for whatever reason they were born with not being able to smell or they can't, there was this thing about this girl, she, she can't feel pain. So she will hurt her not knowing, you know, as a little kid, you know, kids are very resilient. They fall, they trip. 
um, and you know would hurt herself not knowingly because she couldn't feel it. And that's our body, you know, the, that sensitive, uh, those sense nerves are so important because that's when we know, you know, we touch something, we get burned, we feel immediate pain, and we know, oh my God, where well, I'm injured, what to do. That same thing when you injured, you fall, you trip you snap your ankle, the first thing that happens is it's going to swell. The muscles become inflamed. You feel pain. You feel warmth. You feel all this kind of stuff. It's your body's natural reaction to, to burns, to breaks, things. Um, when it can become you know, something of concern when it's over time. And as these things that, uh, things like pelvic inflammatory disease, celiac disease, and there, when there's something internally that's over time just reoccurring um, to become inflamed and things that we know of always and it's very painful I knew someone actually at a younger who had rheumatoid arthritis that to think you know this girl that's you know 20 22 years old is having you know to put stuff on her joints that it's debilitating to use your hands and there's things you know it's all things uh, that doctors recommend that over time you know to help sort of treat chronic inflammation and not in um, not discussing medication wise and this is just kind of information too for people that maybe time to time might be feeling inflammation or could potentially be at risk for things so you know first to kind of get to it is first thing first we always talk about um, you know having a healthy diet omega-3s as we know of all the the healthy omega-3s fatty acids um, are good for your body but is an anti-inflammatory actually um, so that it can come you know in, in seafood uh, nuts and omega-6s are also an inflammatory and those can um, they actually come from trans fats which we don't want those and uh, refined friend carbs so the main thing is Omega threes, you know, eat the fish, eat the nuts. Um, also, at the heart of it, treating chronic uh, is a lifestyle. Again, you know, you were saying you know, being at the computer a lot, gardening, things that over time you know are, are hurting your hands. Uh, I know in it's like that, repetitive, I guess. It's just repetitive use. Exactly, exactly. So I know you know certain things using you know those, those braces, ergonomics when it comes to it too. Uh, you know, allowing your wrists you know to get to get movement, things that you know massage, things that are going to you know, kind of keep blood circulation going, um, maintaining a healthy weight, and and watching your blood pressure. We always kind of get to the core of how cholesterol and blood pressure are the cause of so many things. When there's stuff built up in your body, again, inflaming your body, it affects your overall health. Um, a big thing too is, you know, smoking. Smoking affects everything we, we've talked about. Not just, you know, again, your skin, you can see, you see the premature aging, your lungs, you know, one of the, you know, such the huge things with cancers going on. But um, as I've talked before, in the reproductive health, when it comes to smoking, if those carjins go into cervical mucus. So again, they're inflaming your body. Um, another thing too, natural herbs, you know, we're big, you know, on the health of, you know, cutting teeth. Also taking those, again, anti-inflammatories. For some people, aspirin um, is, you know, kind of viewed as this wonder drug, you know, for chronic uh, inflammation. But make sure you, know, you talk with your doctor about these things because certain people um, can have reactions to it or, you know, it isn't, um, it can be potentially healthy, you know, blood thing over time. Again, it's really finding out, talking with your doctor, if you experience certain you know, bloating. As I said, that celiac disease, that's a big thing of why people can't uh, process glutens. 
is there is an inflammation within their digestive system that it's swelling to uncontrollable pain. Talk with your doctors. Is we've, we've become this society over time that we're putting so many artificial things into our bodies, these you know, refried, refined sugars and carbs, and um, these things over time have affected our bodies and our process and, and the way you know, we're, dry, we're constantly doing mechanical type things um, that are affecting our joints. I know a lot of times, too, um, I hurt myself and I think, oh, you know, my, you know, my, my ankle is inflamed, that, that, that point thing. If, if you start to be experiencing things over and over again, again, the base thing, go to your doctor, talk about and find what you can do and find, you know, medication-wise and also, you know, natural remedies. As, as you were saying with your with your, What are the natural? I mean, are there natural remedies that are across the board or does it uh, depend on what it is that you, that, you know, where you're inflamed? Like well, you were saying, omega-3s. Is that across the board? I, I think across the board, I think, you know, over time, what I've, what I've seen of just doing all of our, our health shows is the key to life really is moderation of every, you know, you can always have too much and too little of something. So moderation is always the biggest thing. And the biggest is creating that healthy balance. Eating healthy, you know, not, again, we all, you know, I, I, I want to say I love my boyfriend. I yesterday just made the best homemade cookies I've had in such a long time. What so kind good. of cookies were they? What kind they're of cookies? Just, they're just chocolate chip cookies. But what Ooh, I mean, that so good. But what I'm saying is not the health-wise of it. Is we need to allow I made homemade, stuff. I just made last night homemade mac and cheese with a truffle oil. Oh, yeah. Did you use that truffle salt stuff? Yes, oh God, so exactly. Good. With your truffle salt. <laughs> so good. So good. Um, I can't use the whole thing of just you know keeping a healthy lifestyle, watching your blood pressure, watching your cholesterol. Um, it, again, we all have kind of developed. The, the big thing about inflammation is uh, something other than a direct injury is a lot of it is allergen-related. So things, again... Uh, arthritis, uh, asthma, pelvic inflammatory disease, and um, without inflammation, our wounds wouldn't heal. That's our body's natural response to heal. I actually, I this week, and I don't know what happens, whenever you pick those hang, I have one of those little side hang nails, and I've learned my lesson before that when I pick it out, you know, my finger gets swelled up, and sure enough, you know, I was too lazy to go get nail clippers, and I just picked it out and my side of my finger was all swelled up and for the last three days you know it's been really tender and really sore kind of hitting and finally today I did the really gross thing I apologize to all of our listeners is I soaked my finger in Epsom like hot hot water and Epsom salt and then I squeezed and pushed and disgusting stuff came out of the side of my finger but again that's our body's Naturally. That's, a, that's the natural thing. But the Epsom salt was a good idea, right? Yeah, and again, and that's a natural, a, a natural thing to uh, to bring the nat- hot water and an Epsom salt. And that's something too is is um, when anytime when people, if you're ever kind of uh, getting out and built up gook, you know those those white blood. If you're ever if any pus, anything that, that if you're extracting from your body that you're popping and there's substances that needed to come out coming out. 
Um, the very first time, it's good to put a um, antibacterial of such as a hydrogen peroxide to push over. You'll you'll, you'll pour it, pour it onto the wound. You'll you'll see sort of the bubbling. That's it, killing the bacteria. No more than that first time because. Um, that same thing when people get piercings, you only do it that first time. Over time, it's actually going to weaken it and, and make it more civil and actually make it more infected. So, so we're that. running out of time. So uh, to wind it up, Heather, what are the recommendations? If you're finding that something is inflamed, uh, if it's an infection, you definitely need, need to see the doctor. If it's like swollen... Is that another doctor thing, or do you just you know, try to? If something per- is persisting for more than four to six weeks, and, and again, everyone be, I mean, if there's something is small, if, if, if you've just noticed, you know, a pain in your hand and your fingers, not to say there was a direct injury or something got into it, of just, again, like the arthritis, if you're just noticing something, if, if it's still persistent after four to six weeks, please go see your doctor. If you're looking for those natural remedies, just in general, to keep your body in check, Turmeric, ginger, rosemary, uh, berries, green tea, vitamin E, vitamin C, and vitamin D supplements are all things that are going to help keep those uh, inflammation down within your body. And again, for more things, just go to your doctor and talk with them about what would be the best recommendations for any pain that you're experiencing. When you say rosemary, do you mean the herb rosemary? Yes, rosemary the herb. Oh, okay. I love that. Okay, that's great. I use it on a lot of stuff. All right, good. And maybe I'll make a rosemary tea then, and maybe my thumb will stop hurting. Heather, thank you. That's really great information because uh, I think everyone suffers from some kind of chronic inflammation from time to time, but it doesn't have to be if we learn to take care of ourselves. So. Thank you for that enlightenment. It's really important that we stay healthy. And we're going to be coming right back. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we've got Vase Life coming right up, so don't go away. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are. have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop take world talk radio on the go and listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market business bites here's cynthia bryan are you accident prone does everything happen to you in threes Perhaps these mishaps are not accidents at all, but a sign from your subconscious mind that your life is not the way you want it to be. Experts agree that so-called accidents can be indications of deeper trouble we may be avoiding. Instead of lamenting, why does everything happen to me, the better response would be, why am I creating this challenge? Sometimes we have to look inside to find out what the real trouble is. Certain mental mental states generate more misfortunes than others. For example, if your mind is cluttered or troubled, you can't pay attention. That's when you fall, when you break something, or you crash a car. It might not be an accident. It just may be a cluttered mind. Some people want to be the victim. They like people feeling sorry for them. And they have that poor me syndrome. These people are passive, don't stand up for themselves, and actually enjoy being the fall guy or the fall girl. The antidote is take control. There are no victims, only volunteers. 
Many competitive types of people tend to make more mistakes as well because they're not taking measured risks. They are just being daredevils. Aggressive people may overestimate their abilities, be too macho, or lack the self-discipline to just say no. Instead, they plunge headfirst into trouble and then wonder why they're always having accidents. I coach my clients that could and should do little good. The best way to predict the future is to create it. So why not envision it as a place of peace, balance, and health? Take a look at the signs that you've been given and determine if you are creating your own discomfort. Color your world with positive thoughts, actions, and deeds, and you may find that divine synchronicities are replacing those dreadful accidents. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite for Star Style. For more information on getting a coaching session, visit starstyleproductions.com or call 925-377-STAR. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Get a positive prescription for living and discover a cure for adversity when you make a difference in the lives of others by donating to Be the Star You Are, a 501c3 top-rated charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth through increased literacy, positive media, and tools for living. www.bethestarur.org. All donations are tax-deductible. www.bethestarur.org. Be the lucky star. Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel and join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Be the star you are. You are the star. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and motivated to greatness with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Turn up the volume. Tune in to the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, back to the program with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Well, it's spring in our backyards and the flowers are in our garden. They make fabulous cut bouquets. 
I wanted to recommend how there are ways to prolong the life of your homegrown floral masterpieces because we want to extend uh, the vase life and to enjoy the flowers that we are growing. First of all, you'll want to cut the flowers in the morning when it is the coolest part of the day or you want to do it late in the evening when they're at their best. You take a pail of tepid, not cold water, and you take that out with you into the garden. You put the flowers into the water as you go along. And then you cut the stalks at 45 degrees and on a slant uh, so that they'll have the best water intake. You want to remove all the leaves that are going to fall below the water line to keep the water as clean as possible. And after cutting, bring the flowers indoors and condition them by placing them in a solution of water and floral preservatives for about an hour. This is going to allow the flowers to become fully, fully blooming again and turgid, which is that they, you know, they, they are moist. After that, they're ready to be arranged. Now, there are three critical ingredients that are in these floral preservatives. One is sugar, one is a bacteria, um, a bactericide or a fungicide and an acidifier. Now, I usually don't use these floral preservatives. I actually just put a couple drops of bleach in mine, and my flowers seem to last really long. But let me tell you about these floral preservatives because uh, so many people really do like them. And if you buy a bouquet of flowers, you're going to have that in your bouquet. So you probably want to know what's what's in it. So once I cut from the plant, a flower has only a limited energy reserve. The sugar in a preservative usually is dextrose, and it provides the energy that the flower needs to open properly and to retain the color and to continue living. But the drawback to having sugar is that it also supplies energy for microorganisms, which are bacteria and fungal spores that are everywhere. They're on the flower stems, they're in the air, they're in the vase, and of course they're on our hands. So these organisms multiply quickly in plain water and even faster in sugar water, and eventually they find their way to the cut end of the flower stem, and either they enter of their own accord or are drawn in with the flower's intake of water, the microorganisms act as a plug that restricts water from um, the stem and it doesn't allow the flower to bloom. So the bactericide or fungicide in a preservative inhibits the growth of the microorganisms and allows the water to flow freely into the flower stems. Now what the acidifier in commercial preservatives does it's uh, it's usually a citric acid or it might be an aluminum sulfate. And as an acidic solution, it's ideally has a pH between 3.5 and 4.5. And what it does is it moves uh, readily into the stem and with uh, the micro, um, microbial activity, it somewhat diminishes at low pH levels. Now, you can also buy commercial floral preservatives which um, that are sold at craft stores and grocery stores. And, of course, retail florists will sell it. Some of the ones that uh, you use, you know, there are many different, different labels. But when they're used properly, all of the commercial preservatives 
will extend the, the vase life of cup flowers for at least a few days. You can buy small packets, and they'll either make a pint or a quart or a half gallon of solution. If you're doing a lot of flowers, you might want to buy in bulk. But again, if you want to not spend money on floral preservatives at all, just use a couple of drops of, of, um, of bleach. Whenever you're using a preservative, though, make sure that you follow the manufacturer's recommendation for measuring, and you want to always use a clean, non-metallic container because metal reacts with the acidifier in the preservative, and then that renders it less useful and effective. And you always um, want tepid water. Be sure to stir the solution until the preservative is completely dissolved because a lump of undissolved material clogs the flower stems just like bacteria or dirt would. Now, the solution can be stored for several days or as long as it's kept covered and in a cool place. It can even last a little bit longer. And you can just refill vases as the flowers drink up the water. I like to actually change the water out because it gets rid of the bacteria and then put fresh water in. And uh, gardening fork, uh, folk, fork, I can't say that word today, folklore has sometimes has recommended uh, a floral preservatives such as aspirin or pennies or sugar. And none of these are effective. Now, Aspirin is frequently used, but its effect on the vase life of cut flowers is really minimal, and that's due to it is all it is is acid. So you're not getting the well-balanced. Now, the old-fashioned pure copper pennies, they actually did work because they reacted with water to form a, uh, a cupric oxide or what we would consider a mild bactericide. But today's pennies, they don't have any uh, enough copper in it. They're not enough copper content to have any effect. And then, of course, as I said earlier, if you were just to add plain table sugar, this is probably the worst thing you could do because the bacteria population in the water will mushroom within a couple of hours and it'll clog the flower stems and your flowers will die the first day. So um, if you're looking for just a homegrown kind of, of of solution, you could use a medicinal type of mouthwash, and you could add that at the rate of two tablespoons per gallon of water. You know, something like a Listerine. It's one of the best things um, if you want to do a do-it-yourself preservative, since it contains enough bactericide. And another one is clear soft drinks uh, like Seven Up or Sprite. They have both citric acid and a carbonic acid as well as a little bit of sugar, don't use the diet one, and they're moderately helpful if you use that as like as at a rate of one uh, can per a gallon of water. But I don't know; it doesn't make much sense to me to use to use soft drinks in your water. For me, the best solution is to cut your flowers early in the morning or late in the evening on an angle, put them in tepid water, add a couple. Drops of bleach, remove the leaves from the lower part of the stems so that no leaves are sitting in the water because what they do if you have that in the sitting in the water is that it, uh, it just it makes it, it makes the uh, bacteria grow quicker. So you don't want this, the, any leaves in the water. And then change the water every couple of days and, um, you know, usually you'll get a full week. Of flowers, I tend to have one day a week when I change my flowers out, and that is every Friday. I get up early, go in the garden, find the flowers I want, 
and I toss the other ones into my bucket and bring it up to my barnyard for my animals to uh, to eat. And they're always so happy to get those. So that's your little bit of vase life and a little bit of gardening info for your day today. And now I wanted to give you a, 10 ways to build your resilience. Now, of course, building resilience, as far as I'm concerned, always has to be with being out in nature. I just find that I tend to clear my head and be able to think uh, more clearly and more effectively, get more done when I just give myself even a 10-minute break. And, of course, we have to be reminded sometimes uh, this week was the Moraga Fair, and it was a really, it was lots of fun. But it was long, and it was a lot of work, and then a lot of setup and takedown. And basically, I was working about twenty some hours, and then the next day, I was working as many hours cleaning up. And it was the videographer because we did a whole video while we were there uh, too. And the videographer emailed me and said, "Do you think maybe you need a ten minute meditation?" And I thought, "Hmm, good idea." <laughs> so sometimes, you know, even we as the coaches, we have to be reminded that it's time to take a break. So. If you're looking to build your resilience, number one, make connections. Good relationships with close family members, with friends, and with others are important. Accepting help and support from those who care about you and will listen to you strengthen resilience. Some people find that being active in civic groups, in faith-based organizations, or other local groups provides a social support and a structure that really helps you reclaim hope. Assisting others in their time of need also benefits the helper. In fact, there was a lot of research done that I found uh, fascinating, and that was that the more you help others, of course, the more you help yourself, and that by the mere act of making a donation or volunteering your time boosts your immune system and, and releases the same endorphins that you get the happy, you know, those are the happy pills that happiness factor that you get from either having a successful and fulfilling sexual relationship or eating delicious food. So (laughs) you want to make those connections. The second thing, avoid seeing crises as insurmountable problems. You know, nothing is an insurmountable uh, problem. You can't change the fact that highly stressful events happen, but you can change how you interpret and respond to these events. You want to try looking beyond the present to how future circumstances could be a bit better. Note subtle ways in which you might already feel somewhat better as you deal with difficult situations. For example, we always say in in acting, you know, acting is reacting. So for every action, there is a reaction. And that's really what uh, we're talking about in avoiding crises. Accept that change is a part of living. Certain goals may no longer be attainable as a result of adverse situations. So you have to accept the circumstances that can't be changed that will help you focus on circumstances that you can alter. Move forward towards your goals. Develop some realistic goals. Do something regular, even if it seems like a small accomplishment, that enables you to move towards your goals. So instead of focusing on tasks that seem unachievable, Say to yourself, what's one thing I know that I can accomplish today that helps me move in the direction I want to go? The next step, 
take decisive actions. Act on adverse situations as much as you can. When you take decisive actions, rather than detaching completely from problems and stresses and wishing that they would go away, you're actually being proactive. The sixth tip, look for opportunities for self-discovery. People often learn something about themselves and may find that they have grown in some respect as a result of their struggle with loss. And when we talk to Rick in our next segment, he is he is a perfect example and he has so much to share in this opportunity for self-discovery. Nurture a positive view of yourself. Developing confidence in your ability to solve problems and trust in your instincts is going to help build resilience. The eighth tip is to keep things in perspective. Even when we are facing very painful events, try to consider the stressful situations and avoid blowing the event out of proportion. Always maintain a a hopeful and helpful outlook. And finally, take care of yourself. Pay attention to your own needs and your feelings. We are here to help you maximize your talents, customize your future, and realize your dreams. And when we come back from break, we're going to talk to author Rick Huntress, who feels we can mend our spirit with a broken body, and he is filled with inspiration and hope for all of us. His book, Better to Be Broken, when we return, I'm Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style. Be the star you are. We will be right back. Be the star you are. The star you What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person. You'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www.cynthiabryan.com. CynthiaBryan.com. You can be the star you are. Looking for unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for the special woman in your life? The Carmony Collection creates handmade handbags, clutches, candles, and canvases from vintage and recycled fabrics, bangles, and beads. Be eco-friendly and fashionable with prices for all pocketbooks. Visit www.carmonycollection.com. That's Carmony with a K and Collection with a K. Or call 925-785-7827. Be the star you are. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org. Star, you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. Turn 
up the volume, grab a seat, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and motivated to greatness. It's Power Party Time on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with your hosts, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Well, thank you for staying with us here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I am your personal growth coach, Cynthia Bryan, and every week we bring you soul-filled authors and experts who enhance and inspire your lives. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 charity dedicated to improving literacy and positive messages. We do need your tax-deductible donations. Help us keep bringing you these enlightened authors. Well, Rick Huntress likes to say he had everything, yet he had nothing. And it wasn't until his body was broken that his spirit was mended. His message of hope and faith is chronicled in his brand new and his first book, Better to be Broken. Welcome, Rick, to Star Style. Be the star you are. Thank you, Cynthia. Glad to be here. Well, it was really great reading your book. I'm always so excited for new authors, Rick. And you especially touched my heart because you come, you start off your book by talking about how you thought that in the past you had been, you know, this proud man and you weren't really in touch with what your spirit and your soul was telling you. And it wasn't until you became a disabled vet, you broke your back working on a C-130, that you really came together with your faith, with your injury, and with your family. Tell us, give us the backstory of your book, Better to be Broken. Um, I guess the overarching theme of the book would be to offer hope and encouragement to to everybody, not just people with disabilities, but everybody um, in life has a cargo door somewhere that's happened to them. Uh, my cargo door was a C-130. Um, somebody else's cargo door may be a divorce or... Um, problems with addictions, or there's so many things in our culture and our world that just try to drag people down. And uh, so I just want to, I wanted to write something that would encourage people to, to always keep their eyes looking up and to realize that the hardships in life and disabilities, um, they're not intended to stop us or to slow us down. They're intended to help us grow and to build us up so that we can continue to live life and do positive things. Well, there's something, though, about that. It's also in your outlook and your attitude. You chose to view this as being ultra-abled as opposed to disabled. And so this is what I take away also from Better to be Broken is the fact that it's not about our bodies. It really is about our hearts, our souls, and our minds and what we do with obstacles. Do we turn them into stepping stones or do we turn them into roadblocks? Correct. My wife and I, well, four days ago, in fact, uh, made 15 years that I've been in a wheelchair now. And over those 15 years, my wife and I have uh, worked with um, many, many disabled individuals and groups and have seen... Uh, both. We've seen people that have taken the obstacle, turned it into an opportunity, and then we've seen the people that have just um, given up hope. And you're right. It, it's the attitude. And so hopefully through my book, through journeying uh, or journaling my own journey uh, over the past 15 years, that people that have given up can read it and, and change course 
um, come to grips with their disability, come to grips with what they can do, focus on what you can do and not on what you can't do. I, I love that message. You know, it's yes, I can. It's say yes to life because we did. You, we have a choice, and you had a choice when this happened to you. This it was at a real critical time in your life, and I'd love you to share a little bit of that part of your book, "Better to Be Broken," because you had been married for several years. You had your children, but your marriage was uh, a little bit rocky at that particular time. Yet when you had your accident, your family rallied around you, and it was their love and their faith and the and the faith of the community, everyone pulling together that really brought you through it. Will you tell us about your own personal experience and then how we can relate that to ourselves? Sure. Um, you're right. My uh, At the time of my injury... Um, my wife and I had uh, just gotten back together for um, a year after about a year and a half of uh, separation. Um, separation that I wanted that my wife did not want. Um, I, I don't know. I was always climbing up the wrong ladder or the, climbing the wrong tree or looking in the wrong direction. Everybody in, in today is always looking for a better wicket. And if they think they're going to find one somewhere, they're wrong. But um, So we were back together, we were working on our marriage, and then I had my injury. That would have been the ideal time for, for Wendy to leave. Um, 70% of all marriages that um, go through a traumatic injury end in divorce, unfortunately, and that's a very high statistic. And nobody would have blamed Wendy for turning around and walking out the door because... Um, I had disappointed her in so many ways. Um, yes, we were working on our marriage, but it was still shaky. And it was shaky because I was focusing on uh, the world. I was focusing on what it could give to me instead of focusing on what I could give back to the world. And what my accident did uh, in, in breaking my back, it helped me realize, okay, there's more to life than walking. There's more to life than me and my personal ambitions and what I think is important. And what was important was my wife and my two daughters. And you're right, they rallied around me, my family rallied around me, thousands of people praying for me, friends. I mean, it was just unbelievable, the outpouring of love and support that I got. And um, I had some rough times uh, the first, you know, the first few weeks there, but um, I don't want to say everything because it's a very small book. <laughs> so I'm hopefully, you know, hoping that uh, people will read it um, and, and find encouragement there and find hope and to realize that um, regardless of what's going on in your life, if you keep your eyes focused up instead of on ourselves, um, someone once told me that, you know, uh, God often puts us flat on our backs so that we can see him better. And that was what happened to me exactly. <laughs> that was exactly what happened to you. We're talking with author Rick Huntress. His new book is Better to Be Broken, just released. His website, rickhuntress.com. That's Rick, R-I-C-K, and Huntress, H-U-N-T-R-E-S-S. -S. Well, Rick, in the foreword to your book, there is a line that I thought was really, really profound. It's, brokenness is the way to blessings, the path away from the misguided self-reliance that ignores the tender mercies 
of God. And this was author uh, John C. Vaughn, of, uh, he wrote More Precious Than Gold, wrote that line. And I thought, you know, this is a wonderful way. It's I love to always say that everything in life is a lesson and a blessing as long as we learn from it. But brokenness really was your path to coming back to who you really were as a soul person and as a man. Yeah. And But it was a hard way to learn. You know, for people out there who are struggling, I know that, as you said, the first few weeks had to be really tough. But over these last 15 years, have there been... You know, do you go through time still where you still get this feeling of why me? Or are you now at the point where you feel so grateful for the blessings that you have in your life? Because I know you're on lots of boards and teaching and you are inspiring people, other people every day. So, but do yourself, do you still have doubts? Or is that just part of the human condition to have doubts? Um, if I have doubts, it's, it's no longer about... Um, my faith, it's no longer about my family, it's no longer about the direction that we need to be moving forward in. Um, I think the doubts that I have now, you know, anybody would have the same doubts. Um, for instance, uh, like talking to Cynthia Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, okay, this is a little nerve-wracking at first, but um, you do it. Uh, you push forward. You, you keep, you know, you've got to constantly um, be casting your doubts down, keeping your eyes up, and moving forward. And if you do that, if you're able to do that, um, there, there is real, no real magic number after somebody has an injury of time uh, that you're no longer going to have doubts or feel bitterness or anger. And most people uh, do go through those many emotions after an injury. Um, people have thrown up the number five years. Uh, that if you survive five years uh, as a disabled person, that after five years your attitudes have changed and you're going to be a, a better person uh, or not a bitter person. For myself, I think it was probably less than that, and that was because of the strong love and support that I did have from my wife and my daughters. Uh, they have just been such a huge integral part of everything that I've done in my, in my world, in my existence. And uh, I've seen so many people... Uh, flounder uh, in, in hospitals, in, in nursing homes, because they had no place to go. People that are in their 20s with no family, they get injured, they run out of insurance, and they end up in a nursing home. Um, and it's difficult. I go in and I visit these people, and I and I talk to them, and I laugh with them, and I cry with them. And I, I you know, I just, and it's not sympathy; it's empathy on my part. And when they see me roll into their hospital room instead of walking into their hospital room, they pay attention. They think, oh, here's somebody who really does understand how I'm feeling and what I'm going through. And so I try to work with those people as much as I can and just helping them to understand through my own story that regardless of what happened, what, regardless of what you may have done in your life or think you've done in your life, don't let that become a doubt. Don't let that become a stumbling block, but just, Put it behind you, put it in the path where it belongs, and keep moving forward. Well, Rick, you really made such a very, very important point there, and that is that we have a choice. We can be bitter or we can be better, and you chose better, and we all can choose better. 
because when we choose to be better, then we can move on from whatever tragedy or injury or disaster or hardship that we've been faced. And because we're all humans in training, we're all going to face these kinds of issues throughout our life. We may not have a broken back and have to be in a wheelchair, but we're definitely going to lose someone we love. Someone is going to die or someone's going to get sick. And so we have to learn how to pull ourselves together and to surround ourselves with this love and light and people who are caring. Your relationships is, have actually multiplied and been uh, deeper and more more valuable since your injury, is that correct? Oh, definitely deeper, um, and not just and not just the relationship with my wife. Um, I think my relate the number one relationship for me that has I- improved and gotten deeper and better, and is always a journey and always growing, is my relationship with God. And once I got that settled, then my other relationships took on a new uh, new picture and just seemed to fall into place where they should be. And so my, my children saw that, um, my wife saw that, my, my parents, my in-laws, my friends, um, and some people agreed. Some people liked the change, and some people didn't. Uh, I was no longer the person that they had once become friends with. And so, yes, there's going to be uh, even some speed bumps in, in doing the right thing. In moving forward, there are going to be some people that don't think I'm moving forward in the right direction. And, and once again, I can't accept that as a doubt on myself, as a doubt on what I'm doing, because what I'm doing now is not for myself. It's for other people. It's to encourage other people, to give people the same hope that I found. And that's the main emphasis of my book, Better to be Broken, and what I've aimed to, uh, to do. And that's really, really a critical issue, too, is what you just said about some people are going to accept you and some people are going to be angry or disappointed that you're not the same old guy that you were before. But the most important thing is you are the person that you want to be and that you feel is the, is the most authentic person. And maybe the person before wasn't the real, the real Rick. And this is why the ha- the wake up call. And to now have that connection, you have a personal relationship with your God, and and that has changed everything because you are a man of faith and you're offering hope and love and empathy to so many other people. We're talking to Rick Huntress. He is the author of the book Better to Be Broken, and it's not just a book about people who have disabilities, because we all have disabilities. It's really a book of hope and faith, and a book about how, no matter how wounded we are, we can all heal. And again, it is a choice. What has been the most miraculous um, experience that you've had in these last 15 years? There's probably many of them, but is it working, you know, going into these hospitals? Is it working in the schools? What kind of impact do you feel that your presence with other people has had on you? Because so often we, we reflect it. You know, we're like a mirror. You know, we think we're doing something for somebody else, but as I always say, it's, is when we serve others, we serve ourselves and we never really look at it that way. Right, we do. Um, definitely, um, I, I just get 
very excited when I see uh, a person in a hospital bed uh, that, you know, all of a sudden the sparkle comes back in their eye. Um, and, and just from me sitting there and talking to them, uh, it, nothing, nothing major, nothing critical, but just taking somebody that took time for them, and you see it in their face. And that happens a lot for me uh, and my wife. And um, that is a thrill beyond, you know, all imagination. And, and, and one thing that so many disabled people uh, tend to do, or people, or I guess lots of people do this, but they get in a rut of where they think, oh, no, my dreams are gone, they're dead. They, you know, every dream I had just got shattered with my backbone. And a couple of years ago, I had the pleasure of putting together a trip for people with disabilities to travel to Israel. And we went to Israel uh, rolling and bumping over 2,000-year-old boulders and rocks in the roads and cobblestones, and we had the most amazing trip. And the people that were there, the able-bodied people helping us and, and, and serving the people with disabilities, they, at the end of the trip, said that they received such an amazing blessing from us just watching us live life, watching us not be discouraged, watching us move on and moving forward and still laughing and still having fun. And life does not end because of a disability. Your dreams don't have to end. Never give up your dreams. Always continue dreaming. And if you don't think you can do something, then start researching it because you can do something. And if you don't think you can, then contact me and I'll research it for you and I'll get you doing something. (laughs) Well, with that, Rick, we are going to wrap it up. What an incredible message is never stop dreaming. And if you have to create new dreams, because we all have the power and the potential to be the stars that we are in the bodies that we have, whether they are broken or not, because they are better to be broken. This is Rick Huntress. His book is Better to be Broken. His website, rickhuntress.com. This is a brand new inspirational book that once you read it, you will be a better person for it because you'll want to not only help yourself, but help others see the beautiful people that they are. Rick, I just so admire you for what you are doing and for having the courage to write your story and to be so vulnerable in writing it. I had a lot of good chuckles in there. It's a, it has a lot of humor in the book, yeah. and it's a very great, it's a very nice, sweet read. And most of all, I love the fact that there is so much faith, hope, and charity in this as far as love and the love of your family. So I wish you such great success, and uh, thank, thank you. you so much for coming on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. It has really been a delight to talk with you. Thank and, you. Uh, and, Rick, I'm going to email you because I want to get you on our teen show. I think you'd be a great uh, inspiration to teens. I would love that. I would love to have you have you back. Better to be bro- broken, Rick Huntress. Please visit his website, rickhuntress.com, and pick up a copy of Better to be Broken. Well, thank you all for being great listeners and allowing us into your life every week. And make sure you're tuned in here to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with Heather Brittany for Health Matters and myself, Cynthia Bryan, and all the great authors that we bring you with advice and fun and success 
from around the globe. You can change your life and you can make your dreams come true. For more information about the charity, visit btsya.com or be the star you are.org. Our aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, and motivate. Cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate every moment of your life. And read a book this week and make it better to be broken. Until next week, when we celebrate again together, I'm Cynthia Bryan thanking you and thanking Rick for being the star you are. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in every week for the Power Hour on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Our goal is to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to reach for the stars and shine brightly. For further information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. You're invited to our Power Party next week and every week right here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel with the dynamic duo, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, our health hero, Heather Brittany, and the pioneers on the planet. We'll pour more champagne for the spirit with positive, uplifting, life-changing radio. Until we play again, be the star you are. You.